There's that motherfucker. But there he is. But there he is. But there he is. Let's go get Abdul. But there's that son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, he's got the cameras. And his last run, me and Nate did. He better get a fucking to uh, champagne uh, with empties and then grab a set of doubles and loaded and head out west. That was dumb. Wow. That second one looks good, doesn't it? I don't see a red tag on it. Looks so pretty. Which one? The second one. The one up or down? Down. Oh yeah, that one looks good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are these your gloves? They're kind of community gloves because I, <laughs> I got gloves over here. I got gloves over there. <laughs> you know what I mean? For the community. For the community. <laughs> Fucking socialist Charity. How's your uh, FedEx um, channel doing? Taking off, I bet. I got 154 subscribers. Yeah, Dude, like I'm that. telling you, this is, this is what's gonna retire you. But, <laughs> the, but the main two videos is, you know, flipping off the cop, get for whatever, that one, and the people, Walmart ring. People just love drama. Well, drama sells. That's why the news only has bad news, not good news. <laughs> Even I, I, I put good news out in my stuff, <laughs> but no one shares, no one likes, no one comments, they don't give a fuck. As soon as Rocky flips off a cop, yeah. there's, there's a, thousands and thousands of viewers. <laughs> Alright, we're looking for 8, 10, 9, 17. back trailer. 9, 17 is right over here. There he is. 8, 10, 9, 1, 7. Sweet. There we go. Let's get it! <laughs> Man, it's a beautiful day. Yes, it is. Good business. See how professionals do it. Him these fucking sandals, goddammit. Look at it. Ready? 
professional. Look at him. <laughs> All right, how about you support me? All right. I'll hook everything up. All right. Get in here to where you can see where the difference you're at. And then, you can hook up the back trailer first. Yep. Those are the airlines, brakes, electric. Now he's going to do the front trailer. Blue in his air. Electric. This part, don't do a, don't do a home piece. You know what I mean? Walking around, landing gear. I try to take these things about six or eight inches off the ground. Yeah. Because I plan on staying on the road, you know. <laughs> That's my plan anyway. Me too. Fucking nature packs bottle in. Oh yeah. I think he gets that from me. Probably. <laughs> Nathan is our other buddy. Check our tires and stuff. Definitely check the tires. Yeah. You want to check your kingpin, guys? Remember? I got to chase Rocky with it. There he is. Alrighty. Now I need a camera so I can do that. You are primary driver. Now I am here with Abdul Gur. Is that right? How do you say it? your first name? It's been a minute. Abdullahi. You had to think about it? Well, no, I have to like. Look at this motherfucker. I he can't to, say his own goddamn I name. I had to dumb you down for the American. Abdullahi. <laughs> Abdullahi. Yeah, that was good. That was good. All right, so how would you say it to a non-white guy? Uh, you, you racist cunt. You, you want to... All right, listen. <laughs> it's Abdullahi. So you got to say it from here. Abdullahi. Sounds like a Jewish movie. Yeah. Ah, 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 ah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Abdullahi. Anyway, I was telling my wife that you went to Turkey because you want a Hollywood motherfucking smile. Oh, I want it, and I want to go to Turkey. Look at his goddamn teeth, that son of a bitch. No. Fucking hey. Hollywood smile. Don't listen to Rocky, guys. This Don't is going to my that. wife. I'm going to show her this motherfucker is full of it. He's got body dysmorphia. <laughs> Next, he'll be getting silicone injections for his fucking six pack and biceps and all fake yep. up. Yes. Uh, you ready to roll? Yep. yep. All right, let's hit it. I'm like, I'm like chasing my tail around. Tell your wife she's the coolest. We love you, Chad. <laughs> I don't know why you put up with Rocky. Uh, well, you ought to divorce his ass. <laughs> Five years ago. Five years ago. We gonna get our pussy wet. Get my mic set up a little better, a little better. Yeah, yeah, smoke weed every day. Do you every day? Come on, where, where the hell are those? We got crazy quarters in it. Come on, where are they? Oh, 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 oh,
weakness. You know that's the thing now? What's that? Like, people watch other people cutting up fruits or like, oh, yeah, no, playing with Play-Doh. I guess it's supposed to be good for the mind. Like, what kind of bullshit has been happening? This is the kind of boredom is all I can say. <laughs> I would say find something productive that is satisfying to do versus watching somebody play with Play-Doh. What up, boss? Good, man. Sir. I should scare the shit out of him. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> jump. Yeah, bro. No, no, Nebraska. Yeah, man. Yeah. Thank you, man. Hey, bro. That's what he remembers here. Have you ever heard something I've gotten involved in the last week? Maybe we can have some. Is uh, something known as CRT, I think. Critical race theory. No. You ever heard tell critical race theory? No. Never heard of that. What is that about? Well, I can educate you a little bit. Please educate because this sounds interesting. What is it called again? CRT? Yeah. Critical race thinking? Critical race theory. Theory. It's a, in a nutshell, like crunched down very finely, it is several ideologies mixed into one. But its basic principles are um, American institutions are by its nature racist and needs to be abolished and replaced with something new. That is like, man, that sounds very interesting. And it's, and so I was looking up some debates online with it, right? and some lectures, and I was reading some shit about it, and it's, it's interesting because it's also known as the 1619 Project. The reason why this is in current talk is because Dave Yost, Attorney General of Ohio, uh -huh. along with 19 other Attorney Generals throughout the United States, sent Joe Biden a, a, a letter, and I have a copy of that 13-page letter, and telling Joe Biden that he cannot require schools to teach critical race theory in, in our school system to our children, to our children. Because it's based on, it's a meritless ideology, meaning it's it's nothing more than like a like religion would be. It's a just an ideology. It has no basis in fact where wow. it comes from, right? And so that initially got me interested in like, okay, what what do they mean by it's without merit? Like the 1619 is a year. That's why they call it the 1619 Project. Yeah. Where um, Europeans began buying and stealing uh, African Americans and bringing them to what we call the United States of America. At the time, that wasn't. It, this wasn't called the United States of America. It was just a, a British colony. This it wasn't 
officially the United States of America, America until 1776 when right. we got our independence from, yeah. from Britain. Right. So the 1619 Project is a bit of a misnomer because they're, the, the people who subscribe to this theory, give me the right lane. Right lane. The people who subscribe to this theory um, are blaming our institutions that came from some some of our uh, institutions and ideologies that we have in this country, some of our constitutional rights even, even has a basis in British law, right? Like your Second Amendment. Okay. That comes from British law. Yeah. The First Amendment does not, right? So these institutions, they're trying to say that they're, they're racist by its nature. What's ironic about this is if you get into this deep enough and you can either read about somebody or hear somebody talk about it that has a real solid understanding of what, what they're talking about, here's what I have learned from this, is these critical race theorists will say, they won't go further back than 1619. We don't go 270 West, you go straight. Go, go turn right here. Okay. They won't go further back than 1619. Slavery existed well before 1619. Yeah. It existed in the Old Testament of the Bible, whether or not it's historic or not. Right. It, it, it gives you a basis. Even, when, in the, even in the Quran, yeah. they talk about It goes slaves. back hundreds, yeah. if not yeah. thousands of years. Yeah. There was... When Moses allegedly was, you know, helping, they were, they helping Egypt, yeah, Egypt, he was the crossing Hebrews. the Sea of Reeds, what yep. we call the Red Sea, with roughly six hundred thousand slaves from Egypt. Yeah, the, he, the Jews so, at that time. So there's no basis, there's no merit to say that 1619 is the beginning of it. 1619 is only the beginning of uh, the uh, Britain, Britons taking Africans to what we call today America right then it was you know it's a, it a British colony until the Revolutionary War well they're taking this whole history out of context by beginning 1619 and ending it you know now and forever right so okay. it's so it's other ideologies comes from Marxism and Marxism the parts of Marxism that they are drawing this from is uh, where if you make let's see, it's how to, it's difficult to word this properly. If I want to hire you to mow my grass, uh -huh. whatever it costs to mow my grass, that's all I should be paying you. Zero profit for you, zero profit for me. Okay. So a profitless society cannot grow economically, but in the Marxist ideology, they think that is the not that they don't use the word fair. They use some other word because they believe that equal distribution, which is similar to like socialism, right? Uh huh. But they don't believe any. In, in, and and any that's problem. like everybody gets the same thing. Yeah. That's yeah. what socialism is. Well, it's socialism is like taking from the people who have it the rich. and then spreading it out. Oh, okay. Versus Marxism, you're not allowed having anything more than your neighbor. Oh. In the first place. Wow. Yeah. It's a very 
Yeah, not good. <laughs> so this critical race theory, they're wanting to teach you in school. According to Joe Biden, Joe Biden is attaching this critical race theory to grants that the school, if you accept the grants, you have to accept the ideology and teach it in school. So now this is going to go to the Supreme Court. Again, wow. we, this, this went to the Ninth District Court in 1997 and it failed because it was meritless. Now it's coming up again because Joe Biden is trying to be woke because he doesn't, he doesn't want to come across racist or, you know, unsympathetic. Yeah. So he's, he's, he's appealing to this leftist, woke culture that that exists in America. You know right what I mean? Now, yeah. Craziness. So I had to educate myself to what I can. That way I had a basic understanding. That way, if I see these terms used in the school curriculum, then I'll know, like, oh, I'll know what that is. And if that ain't gonna happen in my school, like, my school's exempt anyway, uh-huh. because we're an exempt school that we live in, our district. Okay. But that doesn't mean in 30 years it ain't gonna happen again. You know what I mean? And yeah. so I, I made a post about it, and I connected it to the fourth right, because Hitler was the third, Hitler, that was the third time that's been tried, Hitler. That's the third time, man. Third time failed. It's going to happen again. History always repeats itself any damn way. Yeah. And so the fourth right, why are, what, what, what better place to try that except for America? America is the greatest place you would want to try to build a super race because we have the, the greatest military that's ever existed, times a million. Right. We have all these freedoms that no one else has. Right. So you have the liberty and freedom to build this pyramid and eventually it can outgrow itself just like Hitler did. You know what I mean? Because the swastika took 25 years with Hitler's help to go from the sign of peace to what we call the swastika today. Right. Man. So you think they're trying to build Yes, I think there. I think there's like a superior race. Yeah, I think there's multiple different uh, people who are doing this. Some are white supremacists, which isn't new, and some are these critical race theorists, which also is not new. Because Karl Marx, he passed away like 1883 or something like that, and he was born in like 1920 or 1820 uh, something. So he's the one who started the, who wrote the manifesto or whatever on car, you know, on Marxism because it's named after him, Karl Marx. Okay. You see what I'm saying? And and I don't blame Karl Marx for his ideology, although it may be fraudulent and full of shit. But you consider the times that he lived in, right? He lived in a time before the Civil War. Right. Where slaves were lawfully allowed as property. He also lived through the Civil War and then post-Civil War, where slaves were not allowed. Could you imagine being alive during those three periods? You would have to have radical ideologies in order to make it come for yourself or to overthrow what you see is a tyrannous government because the government was tyrannous. Much more than it is now, you know what I'm yeah. saying? 
So I don't blame him for having crazy ideologies. You just can't apply that crazy ideology to today's today's standards and with our culture and the way things work now. It's completely. It's not even black and white. It's not even night and day. It's it's far beyond. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's anyway, it's interesting to hear some of the people that talk about this. So what do they want? Do they want. I, I keep hearing, stay woke, stay woke. Yeah. I really don't know what that fucking means because every single day I wake up on my way, I feel like I'm woke. <laughs> I looked up the definition several times. Um, You're looking up again. But in the Black Lives Ma- um, Movement, Black Lives Matter movement, stay yeah. woke is like. I don't even know what they fully mean by stay woke. Like, See, uh, that's the thing we'll never know. It's individual definitions to people's uh, ideologies. Some of them are like... But well, let me read you the definition of woke on dictionary.com from Oxford languages, right? It's an adjective, adjective, and it means alert to justice in society, especially racism. Right, okay. So, okay. Yeah, I, I would consider you and I somewhat woke. Well, I definitely know I am because I yep. pay attention all the time. Yep. But we're, we are but, but see, the word woke is connected to super leftism with critical race theory and Marxism and communism that I don't even want to identify myself as woke because it's because they have taken it over to mean something a little bit different. Yeah. Because when, like, if you listen to interviews of people who are well, people who are educated who believe in critical race theory. They are very good with their words, very good with their words, and you want to believe, you want to um, subscribe to their ideas because the way they sell it, they're selling it really good because they're not using words like what I'm using. I'm giving you raw, like or not, this is what it is. You know what I mean? Um, but if you listen to interviews of people who are lesser educated who believe in critical race theory, that's when you see. How, how they expose what they what it is that they're talking about. Because if you're educated, clearly you know how to sell a, a junk Ford Escort right. to anybody. But if you're not educated, you would be stumbling trying to sell that Ford Escort. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's important to um, if you dive into any subject to get an, an educated idea and then broaden that spectrum to lesser educated just to have a just to have your you know, wider lens on the topic because there's mistakes are made amongst all people in the spectrum of intelligence on any particular subject but uh sam harris talks about it jordan peterson talks about it uh, uh jordan peterson has a um a, a debate on the stage in, in, a, in a coliseum thing whatever uh, with a Marxist, and it's a bit highbrow. It's okay. hard to follow because they are so fucking smart. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's <laughs> difficult to follow, but you can kind of get tidbits and ideas and where it falls apart at. But if you look at its basic essence in the way that I described, which is nobody can have anything more than anybody else. I mean, and, you th- and you think that's the way we're going? No, no, no. Moving forward, because in no, America, no. I find that hard to believe. Like, you're not about to tell somebody. That's why we're capitalists. We, we like competition. We like to be better than the next person. We like to be better than our neighbor. And that's what's scary about it. Uh, because if you want to be better, 
And if that wouldn't be better, gets connected too easily to racism, racism <laughs> or anti-racism, because anti-racism is also part of critical race theory. And I have fallen for. There's a guy on TikTok. It's a black fella on TikTok, and I I I followed him. I unfollowed him. I followed him. I unfollowed him. I followed him. And this last time I followed him, one of his videos came up, and he was holding the book that said critical race theory. And I'm about to look that up when we when I, I did saved the video, like, right? Wow. And he says, and he was talking about he had the. Uh, uh, green screen thing, whereas white girl was apologizing for being white because the fact that you were born white, the moment you were born white, you are automatically racist and you need to apologize for every white. time you talk to a black person before you begin a conversation. But how about if you're black? Then you're oppressed. oppressed. It's the original sin. It's just like religion. So All these so, things are like religion. So even though I've never been enslaved, my parents have never been enslaved, Correct. my great-grandparents have never been enslaved, Correct. nobody in my bloodline has never been enslaved. Right. I'm still somehow oppressed. Yes. And if you don't admit you're oppressed, that and to them is evidence that you're oppressed and don't know it. You're ignorant. Or you're... See, they have circular arguments. Or you might be racist. Yeah. You might, or you might not be woke. Yeah. <laughs> See what I'm saying? So, so these circular arguments, wow. if you get tied up into them, then you'll find yourself just chasing your tail. But you need to understand how the argument is playing out because the arguments are really, I mean, they're well thought out arguments, these guys, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I've fallen forward a few times to watch these guys' videos. And I'm like, yeah, that's racist. Yes, that's racist. And I'm like, Oh, now I see what you're doing. You're rewording things and using words that don't match the definitions. But you, you got me you got me tricked. You had me tricked. And now I see. Like, ah, I see what you're doing. I Now I see what you're doing. So here's what the critical race theorists want, right? They don't want the Marxism. What they want is what racists already have. They want the upper hand. Right. To them, fair means they have 51 plus percent. Okay, I see what you're saying. So that is the, I, that, that's the that, idea that and, they want. And that's why you see Joe Biden with having one of the most yes. diverse cabinets. Yes. That's getting the upper hand because, I mean, it's moving from what... He didn't pick Kamala Harris because she was a smart lady. Right, he picked her because he has a whole agenda. Yes. So, um, so critical race theory is, by definition, racist because the definition of racism is treating someone of a different race different. differently than another race. So by definition, it's racist. And that's why you see a lot of these white people now, older white people, mm -hmm. go on news conferences and they say, we're, we're the minority here. We're, we're next 20, 30 years, right. other races will be the see, dominant. See this leftist critical race theory view? Fuels gives fuel to actual KKK Nazi because they're scared Crowd boys. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. They're scared of shit. Yes. They're scared and so of what shit. they do is they feed off each other and what happens like in news? Drama, Drama. wins the conversation. I can't so run don't, over. Don't misunderstand these small groups can explode just as quickly as Donald Trump against president. Yeah. This is serious shit. This it is. I mean look at the president of the United States is trying to get this talk to my children. You hear me? So, so this is not what, a small matter. So, so uh, Biden, what you're saying is, wants to go and 
have schools teach that if you're white, you need to apologize to every black person you know. He's already signed the executive order. <laughs> oh, I gotta love he has this. already <laughs> signed the executive order. Right. He's already signed it. Would you apologize to me? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this is, oh, my this goodness. is crazy. This is just mind-blowing. It Cause, is. Because they feel like, for the longest, it's the, it was the black people who's been doing that for the whites. Is that, is that kind of what they feel like? that like they feel like the black people for the longest were the ones who were enslaved the ones who was looked down so now right. they feel like the tables got to turn yes. now it's like okay yes. let's shit on the white folks give the black folks a little bit of they don't room. they don't want fairness but they don't want equality and, and, and they want to dominate dominate and you know what i think is fueling this even more mm. social media of course it is everyone's got a phone of course it everyone is. is quick to say you're racist yes i uh, follow all those guys I wonder what the hell's going on their head. And 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 I'll be honest, I've seen the race car thrown around a lot. I mean, a lot since that George Floyd stuff has happened. Yeah. Since recently, that 16-year-old girl got shot yeah. for a fucking bullet for trying to kill somebody else. Yeah. Like, yeah, how did you did. feel about that? And I'm gonna tell you, we we were a divided house. When, when we had the discussion in my household, yeah. we didn't I don't, have to have I, I don't kids. understand. God should have never killed them. God should have never killed her. Abdul, she was white. And then, yeah, but I, I for one, believe if someone is trying to take someone else's life, put a stop to them. I won't even agree or disagree with you. My question is, what's the other option? There's no other option. No, no, no. There is another option. You want the state to stand there and watch black on black crime? Is that what you want to do? That's what. What is the other option other than that? And, and, and how much trouble would that cop have been in if, if he didn't, didn't shoot that girl? That would have been even way worse he's than that. He's damned if he does, he damned if he doesn't. The yep. cop is either way, he's fucked. Yep, he, he, pretty much. Yeah, no, he, he <laughs> If he didn't kill her, he'd be fucked. In if modern he, society, he's fucked either way. Yeah. So I support the cop in that decision. I, I support that. He, I think he did the right thing. Yeah. Um, and what's sad is I think they just, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's a he or she or she. I didn't see any reports on it, but I heard they're getting a nice settlement from the city of Columbus, the girl's family. For that uh, one? Yeah. For trying to kill somebody else and the cop killed her. Um, dude, they've been throwing money at people. If a cop kills a black person, it's the quickest way to get rich now. I, I've even thought about it. <laughs> you want to set it up? <laughs> uh, look, when some cops get shot, my family gets a nice twenty million. They're oh, set for life. But I'm just telling you, like, it, it's, it's. I feel bad. I mean, in a way, I do. Oh, I do as well. Um, what it is? It's unsafe. What it is is unfortunate that those things happen. Yeah, it's unfortunate that a lot of those. You know, back like before social media and shit. Yes, cops were bad, man. Cops were bad. Cops were always um, like you look at the Boston Police Department, the Maryland Police Department, even the Columbus Police Department. They weren't always so nice to the black community. But all of that is being blown out the water. Um, and now that it is, I feel like people are just. All of that has been blown out the water due to social media, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like 
a lot of people right now are using that as a getaway. Like, oh shit, like, this is time for me to bring up that one time they slammed me on the car. Like, okay. Well, I don't know, man. I, I don't know where's America, where America's headed with this, but... I don't know um, As a minority, do I feel safe in this country? When Trump was in office, now that, or when Joe Biden's office, I feel the same. I feel the same. Nothing has changed. I've always felt the same. I've always felt like I had to go harder than everybody else. Um, because everybody else already had a jump start. You know, living in America and they know what they're doing. They, they know how the systems work. And in a way, I felt like I had to catch up. So, nothing has changed for me personally. Uh, but it seems like a lot has been changing around me. Right. Um, See, Nathan would totally disagree. He's like, well, if you're here, why can't you do something? Ain't no one stopping you. You know me? And he's like, he's so close-minded, it's, it's rough. But I'm like, well, you didn't grow up with a dad. You're, unfortunately, your dad died when you were yeah. 12. So why are you still living with your mom? It isn't because you're a winner. I'm not calling him a, you know I mean, a blatant fucking loser, yeah. but, I mean, crucially, yeah, he's a fucking loser. But <laughs> he has no reason not to have fucking six cars and a fucking helicopter. And a helicopter, yeah. No reason. For real, no reason. Name the damn reason. So, no reason. If I use his own logic against him, that's the, that's the conversation, but that's not, really, that's not being sympathetic yeah. Because I don't know what it's like to lose a dad at 12 years old. I would never even have tried on man. That's crazy. Yeah. So I'm not going to be an asshole about it. But you're going to throw the asshole rug out there. I'm going to throw the asshole rug back at you. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just treat others how you want to be treated. So he, he feels like no matter what color, what race you are, you always got to do something. Like you always It doesn't gotta... matter what your background is. You got no excuse. No excuse. You know what? Sad to say, a part of me want to say I kind of agree with that. Yeah, well, it's, it's crazy. It's false logic. It doesn't make it sense. It is. It is. It really, really is. But I always believe that your past shouldn't determine your future. It shouldn't, but it does. In like some if, ways. No, 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 no. And always, 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 every single, every single day can change the rest of your life if you meet the wrong person. And what happens if you grow up inside of a family that are all the wrong people in a neighborhood full of the wrong people, teachers full of the wrong people, cops full of the wrong people, uh, shit can get sideways. Yeah, that's a lot, how a lot of uh, kids in the ghetto end up in jail. If you were born six months before you were, your life would be dramatically different. Yeah. Just in your own life, the same exact path, you know what I mean? Like, Nathan just doesn't seem to have enough perspective to widen his mental image of what life really is. Yeah, he, he just lives in his little bubble. That's he it. He's living in this little safe bubble, but he'll be alarmed. <laughs> that's why I love when, being proven wrong. Because whenever I'm, been, that's the only time I learn. I don't learn when I'm right. Yeah, you never learn when you're never right. Learn. I love being wrong. It's wonderful. I just don't take it personal. Yeah, you can't. Because I, it's not part of my identity. Be the, be the smart guy in the room. Yep. You know what I mean? 
And, and that's important to understand even for yourself, because if you can remove your identity from the ideology in which you subscribe to, then it can help keep you with a broad uh, view on life while you kind of navigate this windy dirt road that you used to identify with, whether it be being a Muslim, whether it be you know, I'm American, or whether it be I'm white, or whatever you identify as. You know what I mean? True. Like here's my identity would be I'm a father, husband, white guy, truck driver, American. You mean there's those are my identities, and I got obviously there's more than that, right? Right. Some are lesser, some are more, right? You're so if you go attacking, business owner. You, yeah, if you go attacking my identities, then you're going to end up finding one where I'm going to I'm going to grin at you. you right. Know what I'm saying. And we're all the same way with that stuff. Yeah. Every, you can't. You can't, you can't offend a skinny guy by calling him fat. I can't call you fucking Gumby. Yeah. You and you can't. There's no. There's no hurtful uh, word to identify to attack my white skin. You can't call me Cracker. And I'm yeah. like, oh my god. Now yeah. some people will get offended by that. No, those people are bitches. Yeah. Premature felons. That's weak, what I call them. Weak, woke bitches. That's what they are. Oh, this is funny. I, I, I can't remember what the acronym stood for, but, you know, listening to some of this Marxist and, and, and uh, critical race theory on YouTube, this fucking lady. Oh, my goodness. She's like, you know how we got MAGA? She's like, I wanted to come up with something that was just as catchy for the for the woke Americans and it was WAGA which stood for like woke American <laughs> I'm good what it stood for it was genius it was great oh my goodness WAGA fucking people uh, and she was making fun of both sides you know what I mean like that's just crazy right wingers and crazy left wingers and obviously those are the ones who gets attention and, and which isn't bad by itself what's bad is is that attention is what drives the next president to getting the, the vote. Yeah. Because boring guys obviously are the ones who, who you want in there. You know what I mean? Because they're going to stay away from the TV camera. They're going to do their job, put their nose to the to the, you know, to the grind. Instead, if you, you know, vote in celebrities or want to be celebrities, then you're gonna have TV nonstop and get nothing done. I think there'll always be racism though. Oh, oh yeah. Like that's something we will never outgrow. And see, that's, and, that's uh, and, and it's fueled by hate. It's just well, I think it's fueled by ignorance. Ignorance, yeah. jealousy, all kinds think, of shit. I think all hate is just a byproduct or a symptom of being ignorant of other people and experiences. Yeah. Shakespeare talked about that as well. Um, and I think, like some people will say, well, I can't live this way because I'm that skin color or I'm that religion. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I don't understand that shit. I don't understand that shit. Um, I don't think it's true. Maybe it was true fucking 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe you couldn't buy land when you were black 100 years ago. But oh, you couldn't buy land as recently as 1982. Wow! Black. Wow! See, 
And, that, and that's, that. and that's a, a recorded piece of documentation that I just found today, this morning. Wow. And, um, wow. And it says and, explicitly right on the deed, this must be, this cannot be sold you know, the house and property. And this cannot be sold to anybody who is non-Caucasian. Wow. That's the wording of it. Wow. And I can't, uh, like just recently when I was buying my house, I remember seeing something in the news and they were talking about, it was a big realtor company and 90%, like they only sold homes to white folks. Mm -hmm. uh, and somebody did a little study on them showed that when the realtors did the viewing with the black folks, they just told them a whole bunch of BS, like, oh, the taxes in this house is such and such, and you'd have to pay this moving there. Like, everything was slightly higher. Yes, guaranteed. Right, yeah. than what was told to the white folks in order for them not to get the house. Really? Uh, and that was on the news right around the time I was buying the house and it, and it kind of stopped me in my tracks and I'm like, wait a minute, did that happen to me? Do you remember feeling like you were pressured? Or, and I don't remember feeling that way. I felt like everything went smooth for me, so I couldn't even relate to that. But do some things happen behind closed doors that, you know, you and me and you might not ever experience? Yes. Oh, absolutely. I believe that. I believe that shit happens to people, um, but it doesn't happen to everybody. And, and that's because there's always going to be the same shit, good apple, bad apple. Like, and, and certain personalities. Right. Like you some, might, some just come across as damn friendly. You can't be as hateful towards them because they're so funny or whatever. Right. So I don't know. I just think... Here is the lady who said that, by the way. I'm going to be talking pretty fast because I have a lot of information I have to cram into 60 seconds. I am a title searcher. That basically means that anytime someone buys or sells a property, I'm doing a background check on the buyer, the seller, and the property itself. I'm looking for judgments, liens, mortgages, things along those lines. That's the most basic explanation that I can offer. Now, often in this job, I'm going back 60, 70, sometimes even 100 years in a property's history. The further back you go, the more racist practices you see. A lot of deeds would flat out say black people can't live here, except they didn't use the word black. Now, a lot of people would not be surprised this practice existed. However, they may be surprised to see that some of these things were still going on in our lifetime. I'd like to show you something from 1982. No portion of this land shall ever be assigned, transferred, or otherwise conveyed, occupied, or rented to any other than persons of the Caucasian race. Fair Housing Act was passed in 1968. So would this be enforced in a court of law? Probably not. However, somebody typed this deed. A county employee reviewed it and had it recorded in 1982. Someone who was born in 1982 is less than 40 years old. what she says is true because that's just a video yeah but i believe it you know i'm saying it. yeah and i believe that exists like I, I i really do i believe that exists and like i don't know like if you want to be a business owner in the fucking middle of west virginia fucking where no one lives and everybody is white and you're black yes there might be the potential that you might run into some racist shit like people might not accept it People might not want to sell this land to you because they're afraid of your race and, and they, with the ideology they grew up in, you know? Right. Uh, I believe that will always exist. 
Um, and let's just be honest, this is not just in America. Let's talk about countries outside of America. For a great, great example, the Middle East. People don't talk about how racist the Middle East is. It's always been a black and white thing with them too. Black people are looked down about. Let's talk about China and Asia and Japan. Black people are looked down upon over there too. It's just ideologies that people grew up with, people learned about being in other countries as just being passed down. Passed down from generation to generation and it's just it's gonna keep following until <coughs> until there are, you know, black, I feel like do black people have something to prove? Maybe. I don't think I don't think there is anything to prove. I, I think I think a lot more and, and then here's when it goes back. Like a lot of black people will say, well yeah, we, we got something to prove. We wanna buy land, we wanna be business owners, but we can't. Because freaking John Smith is always in front of us. Right. He won't let us own this business or he will say this, this and this and scare us off this business and I don't know how much that is true. I don't. I don't. Uh, I, 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 you know, you know, last time we talked about like, like goals, like certain goals can be long term, but you need to break those down to way, way you know how to get to them. You need to follow these steps to get to your long term goal. Yeah. When it comes to race, often you'll hear someone say, "Here's how to cure," or "How how should we try to approach to stop racism?" How about we discuss ways that would let's, let's treat racism like this massive fucking boat. You can't turn on a dime, you know. Yeah. You can, but you can budget, right? Yeah. Just like how America works. America's big. You're not going to change America by voting one particular president over another. Yeah. It's yeah. a it's a four year budge, 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 budge. And over a long term, it just equals out. No matter how crazy any one particular president was, it just equals out. It just, it just does. Always has, always will. That's why I don't get too excited over the goddamn president. It don't mean shit to me. So, how about we treat racism in a similar way, where one way, among many, because we're building the bottom of the pyramids, we need many things for a basis, right? Yeah. One way is, how about we just stop giving so much goddamn attention to the idiots of the world and stop treating them like they're important, right? Who are the idiots of the world? The idiots of the world who are the racists yeah. on both sides. Yeah, on both sides, yeah. Extremists you on both I mean? sides. We're yeah. giving so much credibility to them just by way of clicking like, sharing, all that stuff. So it isn't necessarily the show social media, it's the fact that we are we are at nature attracted to the drama, and we're gonna find the drama and the crazy by start clicking on their videos. I I don't follow none of that stuff. I, if I'm gonna be educated, I'm gonna find find educated videos. You know, Jordan Peterson, uh, Sam Harris, or anybody who will discuss these topics without calling each other fucking names. Yeah. And that's what I did this this past week is you know I was watching videos I'm like, okay, I see what's going on. But it took a few. Because it's not easy. Because you don't know what agenda somebody has when you first click their video just because 
the name of their YouTube channel is called Craig U or whatever. You don't know what that fucking means. You don't know if that's good or bad. You don't know what their agenda is. Just like the president. Yeah. It has already gotten to the president to where he feels like he's racist if he's not crazy leftist woke. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, That yeah, just um, drives me um, fucking nuts. With, with Biden, um, dude, uh, yeah, that's why you see... He has equally as dangerous as Trump is on the other side. Yeah. That's why no one president matters because in four years, uh, we're going to have the other side crazy. And I would like to see, man, there's just a lot going on right now with America. Yes, there is. Um, and I want to see how this affects the time being in president I really want to see will this reduce the black people prison population will this look it's already in Columbus I don't know about other cities but black people death rate has gone up and it's just simply violence just black on black crime I don't know who's shooting who but yeah. violence in general has gone up under the Biden administration in all 50 states we're talking states that I've never even had. Yeah, but there's a lot of residual effects from Trump uh, as well. We're, I mean, we're just fresh into Biden. So yeah. Blame him entirely. I, and, I'm not and, saying that you are. But a, a, lot, a lot more people don't want to be cops now because they feel like, yeah. for one, the president is against them. For two, they America feel like... America's uh, against them. I'm, yeah. Now they feel like America's against them. At one point, that was the job to have. Like, yeah. to be a police officer in the United States was like the best thing you could do coming out of the military or the best thing yeah. you could do graduating college. Like it was just a good paying job. You were destined to be a homeowner, white fans, you know, everything. Yeah. Now it's just, oh shit. Like if I become a cop. Yeah, cops, I, were, cops were seen as heroes and victims throughout the 80s, 90s, and 2000s. Up until it started turning around 2012 with the, uh, the one St. Louis kid, shit. Anyway, he got murdered by that Brown, little sheriff. As yeah. he was walking back. Yeah, Mike, Mike Brown. Mike, Mike Brown, Brown, yeah. Right? And then you had Aaron Garner. Yeah, so it started turning. Yeah. But they were looked at as heroes and victims at the same time because of the only videos that were out there that existed were the TV show videos called Cops. Yep. And I guarantee you they edited a fuck out of them to make them look like heroes. And then what happened throughout the 90s? All these mass shootings, bombings, the North Hollywood shootout in 1994, I think it was. Yeah. You know about that one? Yep. Okay. Those guys were fucking, were bulletproof, were bulletproof, outgunned everybody. Just two motherfuckers. Since then, we have militarized the shit out of our, out of our police. Yeah. It's 9-11. Blue Lives Matter. Blue Lives Matter. 9-11. So it's not, now things are starting to swing back the other way. Yeah. It's not going to be some just short 10-year period. This is going to go on for a minute. Because yeah. we ain't done fighting for our civil rights. We've lost a lot of rights in this country. Yeah. Especially our Fourth Amendment rights, Fifth Amendment rights, First Amendment rights. All just due to just 9-11 alone that those were taken away. And so we got a long way to go. And it's probably not going to be ever in my lifetime. Yeah. So I, I think it's good to criticize the police, not just because it's good, but because it will make the the um, the structure itself of policing better because it'll force them to become better by way of maybe we should send our 
young guys to at least get a bachelor's degree before they go swinging a fucking gun around town in a race car. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or maybe we should educate them in the communities they're serving. I think it should be illegal to be a truck driver and graduate in four fucking weeks. That's what happened to me. I, went, I did my schooling at Roadmaster, went to Warner Enterprises for four weeks, was in my own truck. Dude, when, I, when we train people here, it's 10 months of training. Yeah. Even if you're being trained by an idiot, you have an idea what the fuck you're doing in month 11. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, my Lord, that's crazy. Yeah, the Warner really, Roadmaster really sets you up for failure. And I went uh, to five trainers in those four fucking weeks. Wow. They were idiots. Yeah, because uh, you told me you can. Uh, they had their own... Like ideologies. Yes. I mean, on day one, I met the one guy, which is probably the creepiest of them all. This, and he was, he was four the first years, one. four years. No, 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 he wasn't the first one. He was four years younger than me, and he was ever been at 400 pounds. And the first thing he says to me, uh, "You got a wife or girlfriend?" I said, "I got a wife." He says, "Well, I'm gonna warn you now. She'll be calling me. So when she tells you that I'm calling her, don't believe her." He was setting me up to blame my wife so that he could hit on her without even meeting her. And how would he even get her number? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I'd have, I'd have you just waited along like, oh, okay. He probably went through my goddamn phone when I'm sleeping or something. I mean, this motherfucker was shady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so shit like that. Yeah, that's scary. That's fucking scary. I woke up one time with him getting his dick sucked by a whore. And I'm like... I just stayed back and I was, you know, we were parked and I was up in the upper bunk and I'm like, oh boy, this is ridiculous. Man. So that didn't last very long. And then we would go to truck stops and he would convince people that he had like 1,900 acres in Nebraska. He's got women all the time and porn stars emailing him and I'm like, oh. Lies. And, and then he would use me in those restaurants for like, and he'll tell the drivers that. He'll be like, Rocky, you tell them. I'm like, I don't even know you. What? Yeah, I would have blasted him. Oh, man. I would have been like, oh. And so he was one of those kinds of people. Yeah. He, you know what I mean? He just likes to feel good. Yeah. Like he likes to be pumped up. And so what I learned about those kinds of people who like lie all the time like that, people who lie, the more often you lie, the more, it, more the, let's see how it's worded, the easier it is to sell you a lie. Yeah. Because you can't connect yourself to reality very well. I didn't know that initially. That's true. And now that makes sense with my mother because my mom, she lies all the time and she will unquestionably believe the crazy bullshit my older brother would tell her. Like the earth is flat and Hitler and Tupac is hanging out together still alive in the middle of it somehow and all this weird stuff, you know. <laughs> oh. Hitler and Tupac. <laughs> yeah, of, of all people? Of That's all so people. Funny. Oh my goodness. That's funny. <laughs> my mom for you. I only asked my brother for you. That's crazy. He doesn't make a lot of sense, obviously. Uh, is he? Oh, your cousin is the one that works for FedEx. I forgot his name. What was his name? Justin. Justin. Does he still work? No, he quit. Oh, man. 
They kept giving him shitty co-drivers. He said, fuck it. No, he just, he, he was having marital problems. He, oh, okay. But trucking or no trucking, he's going to fix that. He's got, he, he just certain people has got a certain way of life. I'm working this road nicely. You know what I mean? Like, some people have a way of life, and you ain't changing it. Yeah. His wife, she's going to live her life, and you ain't going to change it. Right. transitioning to being a male after she transitioned to be a woman no no she, trans- she was born female oh okay and she said about the age 11 she didn't feel right she just felt like that she was in the wrong body now how, how do you and I'm trying to get down uh, sit down in conversation with her because she's one of my wife's high school buddies oh wow not a good yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. someone knew, she knew. She you know. knew, like, talked to and stuff. Yeah. That's interesting. So, I mean, I, I, years, I, like, was she married? Does she have any kids? Yeah, yeah, she's currently going through divorce because she he doesn't want, she, you know, he doesn't want to be married to someone who identifies as a man. Do you know, they have kids like, together? I don't know, but I would be surprised if they didn't. But, you know, she had kids when she was young, and her kids would be, you know... In their 20s. Well, somewhere between 14 and 20. Okay. Because my kids are between 14 and 20. Yeah. And I'm 40, so... Wow. They would... They would I mean, yeah, hopefully they're more closer to the 20 than the 14, because that's, you know, traumatic. But, uh... Yeah, I want to just have a conversation. I want to pick your brain a little bit and understand it better. I don't have any criticism at all at somebody at four years old. Zero. Support you all the way. High five the whole deal. I don't give a shit. It's fine. <laughs> because but, there's, but there's no just, negative effect. Right, but you just want to know, like, what... I just want to talk to you. Like, what made you change your mind this late in life? Um, like, why did you just transition I can almost already answer that kind of stuff because it's probably just more easier to come out than it ever was before. Right now, e- right. Even, even being gay, you know, 20 years ago, you're taking chances getting fucking beat up. Yeah. You know, and now it's like, okay, big deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. And, uh, a friend of a friend's uncle came out and he's 36. Oh, okay. And, um, you know, I'd go to this friend's house, my other friends. We would always speculate. Oh, yeah? We'd be like, dude, is he gay? Like, (laughs) like, we we would always, as kids, I mean, we're 12, 13, like, we just get the vibe. Like, he's very feminine and, like, does the skincare shit. Like, Um, you just just get that feeling like, yo, he's not like all other men. He's, He's different. 
you could tell he doesn't like other men, like he doesn't have guy friends, like it's mostly female friends. Right. So, we didn't want to label him that young, because we didn't even know what was what, yeah. and so we just, even the kid who was the nephew of the guy was speculating, like, yeah, man, uh, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because a few months ago, I heard, yeah, matter of fact, he did come out. Um, and it's like, oh, okay. Like, There's a new documentary just came out on Netflix, and it's about a guy who didn't know he was gay until he was like in his 30s, I think it was. But he was known as this guy who would get arrested in almost every country every time that he could because he would constantly be protesting all kinds of things that he seen as unfit for our government to do like civil rights stuff right and uh -huh. then he's like one day he was sitting down in this interview in, this, in, in, in the documentary and he was like one day I went out to dinner with a guy he's like I didn't think of it as a date the guy was attractive so we went back to the hotel and we fucked. And then we had a conversation. And he says, the guy told him, we asked him, what, you know, what, what, is, what is it like for you to be gay? And he was like, up until that moment, I didn't know I was gay. <laughs> and then he went to his family and to his friends. Wow. And he came out to his family and his friends. And they're all like, we knew since you were a child that you were gay. Yeah. We just didn't want to tell you. We are waiting for you to come out. He's wow. like, I didn't know that was, that was gay. That was just something I did. <laughs> right. Like, uh, sometimes your family will get yeah. an idea. Sometimes you fuck a guy. Like, yeah. I mean, and sometimes I feel like that was more the case with that kid's uncle. Yeah. My friend's friend's uncle. Like, they didn't connect the dots. Like, it's, like, it's like we as kids were, like, speculating. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like when he came out, only the dad hit the, the uncle's dad, so the, that kid's grandpa didn't uh, know. Like, the rest of the family knew. The mom knew. The oh, sisters course, knew. Yeah. Um, so they're like, oh, yeah, dude, you're fine. You're like, no big deal. Just live your life type yeah. shit. Um, and I'm like, wow. But the dad just went off like, fuck. No, of course. He didn't, didn't, didn't I have three kids, three <laughs> boys, and they're all fucked up. And they're all fucked up. <laughs> he's, he went, I already went off on him. I was like, man. He's like, one is gay. <laughs> one is in jail. The other one is, is just he, a bum. Why is he offended? Because he is he identifies as a father of a, of a in his mind, a champion, which is a champion big like, man like, or whatever. Like, yeah, 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 like uh, a traditional man or whatever you want to call it. Like parents like to brag about their kids. Like, yeah. For example, my parents. I'm there, pride and joy. Yeah. Like, imagine if I did some fucked up oh, shit. Oh, yeah, they'll really criticize you. They'll be like, oh my God, we have a bomb. He's, he's shooting up the arm now? What the fuck? That's why the parents don't get all that upset with the youngest kid, because they already know he's going to be a loser. <laughs> True. My kid, same way. He gets away with murder, motherfucker. They don't give a fuck. Like, no. at my house, too, it's like, the youngest one is always, yeah. yeah. Just let her be. Yeah, he might move out when he's 30 or 40 or maybe never. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. That, that's true. Yeah, my household, too. They don't give a fuck about the younger one. That's my mom's favorite. And see, with the oldest kid, but the, I'll talk about my family. 
with our oldest kid, he moved out when he, he just turned 20, right? Mm -hmm. But he moved into my other house, which is the, you know, multi-bedroom apartment thing, like I said, up, right? Uh-huh. So, my wife and I afterwards are like, yeah, why did we wait so long? We should have pushed him out earlier. So now we're pushing that ideology onto our second kid to make sure he gets out earlier than 20. Yeah. And so, so it has this effect. Yeah. And, and, so and, by and the time we get to the fourth kid, which is the last kid, we're probably like, ah, oh, just fucking lame live here. <laughs> I'm guessing. I don't know, you know. Yeah, you guys would be like, oh, it's getting too lonely. Honey's <laughs> getting too lonely. We need to keep one of them. We need to keep one of them around. We need, we need somebody to yell at. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting boring around here. I'm, I'm bored, honey. Do you want a divorce? Okay. I suggest you keep the one kid because that, that's that's what's, that's what's holding the bridge together. We get our frustrations out on that kid, therefore we don't have to yell at each other. Therefore, we'll prosper the next 30 years. Great marriage. Yeah, my parents are the same way. Um, but they, my parents never really pushed us out. Um, in our culture, I feel like don't push the kids because you push them out you don't never know what they're going to get into a lot of kids do want to be pushed out they just want to get away from home oh yeah um some <laughs> kids they grow up they feel like you know that's pretty nice it's a nice truck yes it is they feel like oh we have to get out the house and this and that but they just really don't know reality until it hits them right then they all want to run back like oh shit i really had to get at mom and dad that's what happened to my oldest boy the reality check yeah boy he, he got the reality big time because <laughs> when he was home he would be you know leave water bottles out pop cans out you know leave a chair out from under the table all kinds of stuff he moved out into that other place with his best friend just a bedroom across the hallway and let me tell you I'm amazed there hasn't been blow code because my boy has gotten so far up in his best friend's ass that I've told him to calm the fuck down and let me handle it next time. <laughs> oh my god. He's like, that motherfucker's lazy! Oh, <laughs> and man. my boy has now become you know, oh, a, clean, he, a clean freak he's because no one else is there to do it. Mom yeah. ain't there to do it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Oh boy, he gets pissed off. Yeah. You know, he like, it makes me nervous because my kids are bigger than me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, they are. they are. Oh yeah, they I, are. I wouldn't want to fuck with them if I was there. Yeah, I'd have been like, yes, sir, twenty dollars here. My, my oldest boy, he's a, he's probably six two, six three. Yeah. Two hundred and oh, forty shit. pounds, probably two thirty. He, he can beat the shit out of both. Oh my god. <laughs> I fucking that. We're good, buddy. But, but I know I'm free. good with him because from time to time we'll tussle. Yeah. And he, he doesn't know my background. Like, not to say I do like MMA. Yeah. But, but in the country. You're like, we, bring it on, know, motherfucker. My dad didn't believe in cable TV or movies because they would use the word God. And that was, in his mind, illegal, you know. And so the only entertainment we had as children was to beat each other up. Yeah. The same here. All we did was fight. Yes. I've got my head shoved in the dirt so many times. <laughs> One time I had it shoved in a cow cow manure, like yeah. the biggest, you know when cows poop, oh, they just yeah. make a nice puddle. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what I was doing in there, but my older, two of my older brothers came and they were like, you know what, motherfucker, you, you think you're slick? And I really forgot what I did to them. But yeah. I was a bad kid. I would always do, I'd always do dumb shit. I'd wear their clothes, mm -hmm. I'd give out their clothes. 
like I always did the most unnecessary little brother shit. <laughs> so they, this one day, I was just like, fuck them. Like, and they shoved, they helped me there, and I came up, dude, and like I can't even breathe because it was. Oh, oh <laughs> man. So I had to like blow it out. Dude, I went home crying. Like, I ran back from the, where the cows were. Yeah. Straight across to where we live and just crying. My grandma's like, what happened? Yeah. What happened? And then I'm trying to like, they did it, mom. Like, oh, the, 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 your older grandkids, my brothers. And I walk her out. They're not there. So she obviously didn't believe me. Oh. It was like, okay, Abdul, like, sorry, hon. I think you just kind of, you're fucking goofing around with the cows. and fell off the back of one of them like that's what it looked like to her that it was an accident so she just cleaned me up but I remember I got them back and it, it was it was again little dumb brother shit they used to have these tennis balls they'd play with I took both of the tennis balls got a knife fucking shanked them and cut them open and left them just left them out there in the kitchen like yep they'll see this they did see it, and when they asked who did it, I was nowhere to be found, so they couldn't blame it on me. Oh, <laughs> I pulled man. the same move on them they pulled on me. <laughs> did the crime and disappeared. But, uh, I missed that, man. I really missed having a chaotic life. Oh, yeah. That's it's fun. fun sometimes. That's fun. I didn't know about TV until I came to America, <laughs> and it was shocking. Yeah, it was shocking. I half the time I didn't even know what they were talking about, but I was very interested in just all the movements and people and what they were doing. And I'm like, wow. Have you ever seen somebody on screen prior to America? Yeah, in Kenya for the first time before yeah. we came to the U.S. We what's watched. What's that like? Do you remember the feeling of what? What's it? What are you looking at? What do you? You mean what? What I, is that? I can't remember the movie we watched. I want to say it wasn't even a movie. It was probably like a show or something. Yeah, but how do you perceive it? Just wonderful. Like everything did you, was. Did you understand it was a two-dimensional moving picture? Yeah. I mean, it, and I think at the time when we saw it, it was it was color too. So you could they were starting to come out with colors like early. Yeah. Late 1990s when I first got introduced to TV, like 1999. Yeah, that's a rapid area for the evolution of the television. It, it was. Yeah. Was that when they were coming out? Mm -hmm. Well, color was. The, that's the first time I saw them in color, um, and I'm thinking, wow, like this is awesome. And all I remember seeing, and I'll never ever forget this, is just a whole bunch of pictures. And I want to say, was it Home Alone we were watching? Because that's the only other movie I could relate this to. I remember seeing snow and pigeons. Yeah. I'm thinking, wow, like this is just awesome. Like, huh. I, I, it was, it was, you felt alive. Like, I really don't know how I felt, but I was happy to know that that's where I was going. Uh -huh. Like, wow, like I'm, I'm gonna be here. Like, huh. I, I've never seen that many birds fucking flocking around. And it had to be New York, it had to be somewhere in New York, because I remember people walking up and down the streets. Yeah. People getting taxis. Yeah, that's and, and I didn't understand alone. it. I didn't understand any of that. <clears throat> but I remember thinking, this is cool. Now, now did you understand it was an article? Those are artificial stories put on screen at the time. No, no. Because no. I've heard of that. Where no. like other I, governments still think that we like have matrix, fucking military body stuff. I believed it. I believed oh everything I saw. Goodness. 
Yeah, like, that, makes, uh, that makes sense. That doesn't make it dumb. Even even yeah, when I saw sense. scary movies, I really believe it. Like the first time I saw um, and some of my favorite Final Destinations, I still oh, watch them to this day. Man. I remember seeing those and that thinking, wow, like, dude, I remember thinking like, oh, I feel bad for that girl. Like, I felt bad the way she died. Like, oh, yeah, man. I really thought that was true growing up. The Boogeyman, I used to be terrified of the Boogeyman being under my bed. <laughs> At one point, I slept with the lights on. Like, me and my me and my Renner Brain brother shared a room. Yeah, Renner Brain brother! And I loved it because we were both in the same area thinking. We believed that the Boogeyman was real, so we believed that we were going to sleep with the lights on every single night. And I believed wrestling was real. Like, WWE. Yeah. Until my dad took us to one of those uh, WWE shows, and I'm like, yeah, this is a whole bunch of bullshit. <laughs> I was like, he's not even bleeding. I, yeah! You know, like, they go to commercial. I was like, why are they talking? They're supposed to be fighting. Yeah. So it, it was a big wake up call for me. But I think one of the biggest damning things for WWE for me was when UFC came out in the mid 90s, I'm like, Okay. Yeah, why ain't they bleeding? Them WWE motherfuckers. <laughs> they're hitting each other with chairs and shit. Over UFC, they're using fucking gloves and they're still bleeding. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's fast times right there. During the, you know, mid to late 90s into man, current look, day. Man, I'm telling you. My man, technology is bloated right there. Internet, cell phone, like, TV. I feel like I came the right time to America. Yeah. I remember coming weird. to America. These didn't exist. My dad had a fucking huge, huge, <laughs> huge ass dial-up phone. And, like, you had to flip it. Yeah. And, like, you had to hold it like this. That's how big it was. Um, My first one was in 1998, 99. And, and everybody thought it was yeah. cool because they would like clip it on to their fucking belts and you know like you had that you were well off yeah. back in the day you're the shit and I remember the first time I got a hundred dollars my sister gave it to us uh, and she was like well you guys need to go spend this well most of I was smart with my money I got a whole bunch of snacks <laughs> I, got, I was smart with my money I got a bunch I, of I snacks. really did I really did I didn't spend it all I just got a whole bunch of junk food enough to like last me a few weeks yeah so then i can but my siblings just spent it in walmart the same day wow. so easy to spend hundred dollars when you're a kid oh yeah <laughs> um but i remember we got these cd players and, and this was before ipods and oh, iphones yeah. and, and that's the way back in the day people listened to music like they were just phasing out of the big radio on the shoulder uh-huh. they're like going out of that phase and going into headphones but then you still got a cd player it would be right. a round thing fit it into your hoodie pocket and then like, they made the one cd player that was an anti shake yeah anti skip yep yeah like, whoa yeah. no way so it was just we had that and i remember getting that and by the time i was in sixth or seventh grade fucking zoom started coming out <coughs> like they had ipods the thick ones Apple started coming out. I'm like, wow, like the world is changing quick, like right in front of my eyes. Next thing you know, my school started teaching us about computers. All of a sudden, we're, we're going, we're not like, when 
my dad and sister were in school, they used to talk about, my dad still thinks we're idiots because we don't know how to write in cursive. Uh -huh. And I felt like an idiot because I don't know how to write in cursive. But all, all the older generations are like really good at cursive. Like their handwriting is the best. They can write the best cursive and everything. But that's because around the time we were supposed to learn cursive, technology was picking up. So they schools focused on teaching us how to type faster, how to search the web. Like that was their main focus. Huh. Um, so I don't know. I feel like in a way I lucked out because <laughs> I have talked to a lot of older people who take pride in cursive, including my mom, my chief of police, all his friends. All kinds of older people. And my question to all of them was, name one benefit you have with reading cursive that I don't. Because I can. I was taught it and all that, but I've lost it. I don't give a I fuck can, about it. I can read a little bit. Name one benefit. And you know what they all say? Well, you can read the original constitution. Okay, I said name a benefit. Because you have never visited the constitution in... Uh, one, I know one benefit. I, I know one benefit. Name it. Like if you don't want to know, like kids like me or anybody else that doesn't know cursive or know how to read it, yeah. don't fuck them up, dude. That's not a like, benefit. That's not a <laughs> benefit. You can write a letter or send it, and it gets lost in the mail. That letter could be talking about a whole bunch of crazy <laughs> shit where you're coordinates to where you have money buried and like nobody would ever know. Like I just look at it and be like, what the oh, fuck? Toss weird. it out. Can't even read it. Million dollars, eleven million gone right there. Yeah, there's no benefit to it. But the older generation, and sometimes it makes you look more professional, I feel like. A lot of the professionals know how to write in cursive. Maybe not nowadays. Nowadays, a lot of the professionals know how to Zoom. <laughs> yeah. They know how to send emails and Zoom, but that's about it. See, I got, see, when it comes to my kids, especially Rocky and Alpine and 20 and stuff, you know, he's got like sign for title, registration, you know, you know all this stuff, right? Yeah. And I'm like, he, and he asked me, he's like, what, what, what is a signature? I said, a signature is a decoration you use by, by way of pencil or pen. You and can literally it, do a smiley face yeah. if that's a signature. Yeah, and it can be anything, too. I'll just get ready to say that. For example, my grandma, she has no idea how to even sign her name. Like, forget signatures and shit and curse. Yeah. So, when I go and take her to, like, the Social Security Administration and stuff like that, she has to sign some. I just look at them like, my grandma can't sign it. I'm like, oh, that's fine, honey. Just have her do a check. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, all right, grandma. Just, you know, do a line. That drives my wife crazy. That's what I do is check. <laughs> She's like, you can duplicate that. Not my problem. You can duplicate a real one anyway. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. I got insurance. Come after me. And every time my identity's been stolen, it's been uh, nowhere near my fault. So yeah. your identity has been stolen? Oh before? yes, several times. Okay. You see, I and, and that's I have like I'm covered up to one million dollars. I go yeah. through like this stupid law firm. They also like help you maintain your credit and shit. Yeah. But <clears throat> I don't know. I I've never like really thought about that. Like, what is there to steal from my identity? Oh, a lot. Like I'm I'm a piece of shit. I don't have shit. It doesn't matter if you got nothing. Like, people just want to make you bad credit. Like, they want to get shit under your name and stuff That's like that. Need. 
Okay. And sometimes they just need a a, uh, a sister's number and a name. That way they can bundle it with a thousand other ones and sell that to another company. They just need to they just need to fill space because they're selling names and numbers at the thousands. So they just need anything, dead or alive. Just we need numbers. Go go go. You know me. So if you can sell a thousand names and a thousand numbers for like twenty bucks, you know you're, you're pushing. You need you need more because those guys who are going through those thousand names for like twenty dollars, thousand sixty numbers, they'll get maybe whatever three big hits to where they can you know quadruple their money, but they have to go through all those names to get that money back. You know what I mean? Scams are a multi-level system. That's why it's so difficult to track them down for a government. Or even, even, even for banks. Yeah. Did you go. know? Did you know that if um, in your bank account, like let's say, it, it's kind of shitty. Like, cause sometimes if you're smart enough, you could really get away with a lot between mm -hmm. me and you. Cause I worked in the bank. A lot of the times, like if you go to like ATM and you take cash out and you say, oh, I just never got the cash and you took out like 500. Yeah. Most of the time, the bank will just give you that money back because for them to like investigate and look into all that, it yeah. cost them like upwards of like twenty grand. Yeah. So they're like, oh fuck, it. like especially if you're one of their no loyal, a yeah. good customer. Yeah. Like you got accounts with them, they wouldn't give a fuck, dude. You could probably do that to them six times a year, and they would. <laughs> I'm being dead honest. Yeah. Like this. It was just crazy, but a lot of people like it's not a good thing to do for one. Yes. No. <laughs> the one time they catch you might be the end of it. But yeah, that's all it takes. It's like, but what could they even do to you? Like, they gonna the most they'll do is ask for that money back. Like, hey, buddy, um, we found out that you <laughs> got your money, so we would like the 500 we gave you extra. Um, so it's yeah, the, the most affected I've ever been because of anything like that was when the IRS got their shit hacked, and my my security number and name was on uh, all my information was released. It took us with uh, you know I have a good accountant, and it took us all the way from tax season, all the way past into August before I get my got my return because the amount of times I had to prove to them who I was and the ways in which I had to do it just was agonizing agonizing and every single time I would prove to them who I was birth certificate, social security number mailing addresses, billing addresses work, I mean you name it done it all, every single time they would send me another letter saying we still cannot verify it's you and this I learned was just a method of practice to to push you to see if you were real or not. Then after like the fourth time, they're like, there was no green light. It was more like, okay, you're good. And it was difficult to find out when you were good because they didn't use one, one day we got a check in the mail. Oh, here's your taxes. So am I good? You know what I mean? Like, so I had to go contact my accountant and he called the IRS and he says, yeah, you're, you're, you're verified. Wow. Fucking stupid. 
in it. And that was when I was still working here. Wow. Like four years ago. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, four you know, three years ago that happened. Because four years ago we went to Vegas. Three years ago we went to uh, Florida and we had a on both both beaches, east side and west side. Yeah, it's just fucking exaggerating. Because I was reading. A, you can't make it up. Major purchases, <laughs> everything's frozen. Was, wow, wow. So they freeze your bank accounts too? Yeah, because your credit's all locked up. Everything's because and I'm going under the under the advice of, of my account. Will they freeze all your bank accounts or just focus on one? The bank accounts are fine. Okay. It was just credit. Oh, okay. So like your credit cards. Yeah. We had to get all new credit cards, all new accounts. We had to change passwords, emails. It wasn't a good time. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't realize how much you got. Wow. And that's why I have all my stuff alphabetized, OCD style. <laughs> I, I'm, <laughs> well, think, I'm thinking about getting accounts like offshore. I mean, I don't have a lot of money to do that right now, but like when I get to like a hundred thousand. Like in a savings account or some dumb shit like that. Yeah. I'm gonna ship it out to US. I'm gonna ship it to Swiss. Why is that? Because I feel like I don't know. I just feel like it's good to have money in other places just in case you do some dumb shit. Yeah. And your accounts all get frozen up. No. I've been constant I don't know why I've been thinking about that, but I just buy assets. My things to go up and Bank, Banks, banks will come after your assets too. Yes, they will. When they find out you own a house. Oh yeah. But if you think you're going to have that problem, just put it inside the trust. Yeah. Because they can't get. Yeah, it's inside the trust. The trust owns the land. That's like having an LLC where it's separate from your own personal thing. It's been two weeks since we rode together. Did you do anything while you were out and about? Um, yeah, I um, did a lot with the lawn. Yeah. Fucking spent like four hours. I never really. Now this is why people charge that much for lawn care. <laughs> I always used to think it's crazy when motherfuckers be like two hundred dollars, four hundred dollars. I'm like motherfucker. All you did was mow the grass and put mulch down and. Clip some trees, bro. Let me tell you, it's work. It's fucking work. Yeah. I had to go to Lowe's. And come on, come on, Grandma. I see you. Yeah, like, oh, you need oil change too. <laughs> but uh, it, I spent four hours, and I was just sweating, man. I, I didn't want nothing to do with that lawn. I got, <laughs> I watered it. Put fertilizer down, cut the grass, put more moss down, and I'm still not done. I still have to get like four or six more bags of mulch. I have to get the bricks to make it look nice. Um, so I'm starting to do my own lawn care. And thanks to YouTube, I've learned a lot. I've learned how to change the oil in the lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of sad because I never knew that before. Yeah. Uh, so I did that. 
showed it to my little brother. Wait, not all of them. They even have a plug. Oh, well, I fucked up and actually did buy an all-electric leaf blower and trimmer. Yeah. And I had to use every single extension cord we had in the house. Oh. <laughs> it, looked, it looked fucking hilarious. It was like the yellow one connected to the white one, connected to the brown one, connected to the black one. <laughs> it was colorful. My brother was so embarrassed. <laughs> I'm like, get out there, buddy. Like, look like the dumbass for a little bit. <laughs> he was like, oh, this is unprofessional. I'm like, look, all you're doing is trimming. It's okay. Yeah. As long as it reaches, we're fine. I tell you, the battery operator stuff works out real good. Yeah, yep, the battery stuff. Well, you see, that's what I thought I got. I thought you just plug it in. It charges itself, you plug it out, you're good to go. Yeah. Oh no, this has to be plugged in while you're using it. Yeah. Um, so. I got the uh, Wii in your Cobalt 80 volt. Yeah, the that 10 amp. That thing was awesome. I got the Cobalt 10 amp electric one. Mm -hmm. You have to plug it in, it's the trimmer. Oh, okay. And I have their leaf blower too, you have to plug that in. Damn it now. I know. I'm out here looking dumb as shit, walking around with extension cords and shit. <laughs> you know, do what you gotta do. <coughs> um, so that's what I did, and uh, I worked, man. I worked every single day this week. I didn't go to the gym. I was recovering. Oh, I ended up in the ER on the not this Thursday, but last Thursday, the week, the weekend. I wasn't on the truck with you. Yeah. Because. I went hard in the gym and I went to work Wednesday night and I've noticed Wednesday night my pee was like Coca-Cola color. Oh my god. Yeah man. What do they call I, that? Rhabdo or something? Yes! Rhabdomyolysis! How do you know about it? Not oh, a lot of people know man. about this. Did you, you get it you before? No, you must have went fucking hard. Dude, look, I was doing CrossFit shit. I was in the gym two hours, then we would run a mile. My body was just, and I could tell because I was, I was like getting kangaroo arms. Like I was like stiff as fuck. I couldn't do this. Yeah. I can't do. I can. It was so painful when you can't do simple shit like wash your face. <laughs> so what they do to fix you? Um, dude, they caught it in time because knowing me, I have anxiety. I see shit like that. I go crazy. But yeah. I'm gonna die. Didn't even sleep Wednesday night. Just. State. Does that like lead to like liver failure or something? Kidney failure. Kidney, kidney, kidney yeah. Yep, because they process too much blood. Yeah. So Thursday morning, as soon as I left work, went straight to ER, which I have a nice bill right now. It's 3300 <laughs> Beautiful. Love it. I have, have to tell them how broke I am to like reduce that because I've been making a case for myself. Like, I don't got money. I live with my parents. <laughs> you know, just. Yeah bullshit, which, which is what I have to do to survive this. <laughs> so I went to the ER high health. They took, uh, they, the main way to find out if it's rhabdo is they take blood from you. And it's called the CK test. And as it looks at the protein levels, like all the acids, your muscles are releasing to your proteins. Because that's what makes your urine that Coca-Cola color is you tear up your muscles and instead of them absorbing all the protein, mm -hmm. they release it into your bloodstream. Okay. Like they release like uh, acid stuff, acidic stuff and proteins into your bloodstream, gets into your kidneys. Now your kidneys have to process it, but what it does is 
it blocks the sensors in your kidney that makes you want to pee. Oh, okay. So the one time you do pee, you pee, but it's just all the shit your kidneys are trying to get rid of because they're not used to, which is that right. rhabdo, all that protein they've been processing. So that's why your urine is that black Coca-Cola color. So I get to the ER, dude, and nobody believes me. Like, I'm telling my friends, yo, something is wrong. My friends are like, no, this is normal. I'm like, I've been drinking water. It just gets lighter, but I still never seen this murky, light brownish, raspberry color. And that's when I knew it was blood, because even when I drank a lot of water, it was still raspberry color. Yeah. And I'm like, this is not right. So they make me pee, and they're like, wow, large amounts of blood found in my urine. Uh, my liver function and my kidney function went like through the roof. They're working overtime. So they're surprised. They're like, wow, they're like, we're surprised you don't have kidney failure, but you came in the right time. So they just kept giving me fluids, IVs after IVs after IVs. And I'm drinking gallons and gallons, yeah. <laughs> just trying to flush the system out. <coughs> and um, they did. By Thursday morning, 10 a.m., Thursday night, 10 p.m., I was peeing. <laughs> back to normal again. It was back to yellow, but the functions were still up. That's what they had to keep an eye on. So Friday morning, I went back, they did more tests, gave me two more fluids, two more IVs. And then Monday morning, I went back to the doctor and that's when we see, I see my CK levels drop. They dropped from, so on Monday, on Thursday, when I went there, they were at 79,000, which was fake they had to retest that because the numbers just kept going up they're like no way your first day you were that low yeah so when they retested it it was high it was in the hundred six thousands now mind you those ck levels are supposed to be under 600 mm -hmm. i was in the hundred thousands hundred six thousand on thursday hundred twenty six thousand on friday and then on monday when i went and got you know because i had that weekend of dehydration and everything Monday they did the blood work and it went down to 38,000, which is still high yeah. for a 600, but we can see like, okay, the numbers are going down in fact. Mm -hmm. like, so now I have, I think it's this week when we come back on Wednesday, I have to go see my primary doctor, which is going to be more tests because it's been a week. They're going to see how the liver and kidneys are doing, but yeah, man, they caught it in time. It was rhabdomyolysis. Never knew this fucking existed. And, the, and they kept telling me, a lot of people don't even know about it. It's so rare. Until it happens to you, you just never think of it. Huh. How did you know about it? Ari got it. Huh? Ari got it. Who's that? Ari Shafir. Who's that? Joe Rogan's buddy. Oh, wow. The you. Oh, wow. Yeah. And yeah. Joe Rogan talks about it frequently. Yep. Yeah. So now my doctor is like, do set up for two weeks. I can't. That's why I didn't go to the gym all week this week um, and I'm supposed to get back this coming up week slowly okay see so what she made it clear what to tips me. have they given you for future workouts don't do too many reps and that's what I was doing I was off this pre-workout shit and it puts the mind it's like fucking speed dude oh, okay it pushes you like even when you're in pain you're like oh no I got this <laughs> I got this goggles yeah, yeah I got like, this goggles so you're just on the go go and, and, and it didn't help because the friend that I work out with has been doing this for nine months yeah so I get off the couch after three months of not working out um, and I'm trying to keep up with the dude who's been doing it for yeah. nine months and that's where I fucked up so you overdose the workout yes literally you motherfucker literally you that's motherfucker. what happened and 
I, I didn't even know it was a thing, man. I just thought I was going to die. I, I remember Wednesday night thinking, you know what? Start writing your will, Abdul. Like, this is it. <laughs> I mean, you never had a will, but just get a pen and paper and just write shit right now. Because you might not make it from this one. I let, me, really, let, me, let me give you a tip if you need to do a, a backyard will. Two witnesses. Just get two witnesses and have them sign it. Okay. It could, you, it write it on, you, you write it with a toilet paper, you write it on a napkin. Can, can it be a family members? Yeah. Oh, nice. I mean, yeah, my family knows what to do. Just, just live. I don't have a... Just... The courts will honor two, second, two uh, uh, witnesses. Okay. Just as much as a fucking uh, uh, person you call people. Oh, they stamp that thing. Shit. Anyway, yeah, just get your witnesses. Now, see, there's something else that I don't know if you do. I you, think, when you should, I have, should I have a will now that I'm a homeowner? Well, you can do it for free. Right. Hire a lawyer for 75 bucks. And then just tell them, hey, write me a will. Yeah. But you see, I don't want to keep answering the question, like, you have a living will? <laughs> right. Like, it just sounds weird saying yes. Yeah, it sounds weird feeling one out, too. <laughs> because you're preparing for the thing that's going to happen after you die. I want everything to go to my little sister. Fuck all the other siblings. Okay, I can tell you a secret on that, too. What? Well, the two sisters. The two girls that I see most potential. Anybody and everybody who could potentially receive anything from you, you can, in order to make sure they don't get more than what you want, you should give them something. A percentage? Like no, 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 no. What? You should give them one quarter, a dime, a dollar. Give it a number. That way, they can't say, well, if, if he, he probably meant to give me 25%. No, no, it says here you get a dollar. If you don't put their name at all, they could go, when they go to probate, they could argue to the judge, that was my brother, that was my cousin. He would have given me X, Y, Z. If you list them, if you list them, that is non-debatable. Right your brain, you get one dollar. Yep, definitely. Always give something. Negative one dollar. Exactly. Make sure he gets the you can give him a penny. penny. Yeah, you can give whatever. Yep. But if you list them, then it can't be debated. If you do not list them, it's debatable. Okay. But if you want to avoid anything and everything, you can just do a trust. And there's no court. Now, how do I do a trust? Do I just... I would go through a lawyer to do that, but it, it will cost you close to a grand. Oh, I'll pay the grand, but I want my house how do I I would I would not worry about the trust unless you really got some assets the house the house is an asset right and I really don't it want is. it is yeah I don't want nobody to come after it well if it's in a trust then it's not yours it's the trust so but the lien is under my name yeah, well, you can transfer that to the trust. While the bank still owes a lien on there, do I have to pay off the house first? No, no, no. While there's a lien still on the house, I can do yeah. So I just got to call the bank and be like, hey. The bank would have to agree to it. They won't. Yeah, I already talked to them. 
I tried switching it from my name to my parents. Oh, yeah, you. Uh, to my that's younger different. siblings. That's They're right. like, no, 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 sir. You said you would pay us this. <laughs> Don't try to put it off on nobody right now. See, if you put it in the trust and you list yourself as the executor. Yep. Right? Yeah. Then you could pay the bank and you would be the in-between between the trust and the bank. Okay. And then, but if I want to get something from the trust as the executor, I can always go back and get money and whatever I want or sell properties. As the executor, you are, by definition, the manager of the trust. Okay. So you, I can... You control the trust. So I can sell the properties if I want. Yeah. Keep, you can't pocket the money because the trust owns it. Yeah. The money is to the trust. Well, what if I want to pocket a few? Because... Well, you can pay yourself to do maintenance and you can pay yourself really nice. Yeah. You can pay yourself to do fake painting. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, long care, $600 a month. And you can pay yourself an annual maintenance fee for managing the trust. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you got, if you, if you say you have to spend an hour, right, every month to transfer the money, to take it to the bank to pay off the monthly payment, then you can pay yourself 50 bucks for that one hour worth of work or whatever. You know what I mean? There's maintenance charges. There's, there's things you can do. I mean, you can work with it. And I would definitely discuss those kinds of things with your trust attorney. But any bankruptcy, bankruptcy attorney uh, would do that as well because they handle trusts and wills as well. Do you have a trust? I do not. Okay. Do you have a will? I do not have that either. We've talked about it my wife and I, but we keep pushing it down the road, pushing it down the road. It's never, never done it. I mean, uh, you think... My, my you think it's important to have a will if you're a truck driver because we're it's, like it's extremely important this, this is dangerous right what we do because I didn't even tell Champaign Illinois FedEx they have a picture on my phone I took a picture of it top 10 most dangerous jobs trucker number 8 cop is not even top 25 anymore <laughs> what's number 1 uh logger logging and then fishing Fishing? Yeah. Holy shit. But the working out thing, what I was going to ask you was if you did any, um, drank any, uh, heavy electric-like drinks. Um, I was just staying hydrated, drinking regular water. I know, but you got the electrolytes. The electrolytes. I don't think I was. Water by itself doesn't Yeah, I, I, I don't think I was drinking electrolytes. That's why they tell you to drink, like, Powerade or Gatorade, because the electrolytes. Okay. But that also, you don't want to be drinking the sugar with it. So you can buy drinks that just has electrolytes. Like, like Pedialyte. Exactly, Pedialyte. Perfect. But that's so I pricey. Start but there's other drinks that are similar to Pedialyte that's high in, high in concentration. Because uh, when I was in college, we drank Pedialyte after a crazy night of drinking. Right yeah. after we went home, we just have them in the fridge and we just chug it like halfway, give it to my buddy, he'll chug it halfway. Next morning we wake up, guess what? No hangovers. Right, there's the uh, picture I took. Number eight, truck drivers. Wow. Deadly as fuck. Read me the list. What's the number one is uh, Number logger. one is logging. And, and, and logging is the people that Trees and tree. Oh wow! Never would have thought that. Fishing, like uh, 
that ice fishing shit. Yeah, yeah. Now this here surprised me. Which is also scary at the same time, but... <laughs> Aircraft pilot. Wow. Number three. Pilot. Yeah. You see, and, and, and can I tell you I'm afraid of flights? I don't like flights. Yeah. I don't like to fly. Um, so if I ever had to really, if I had the choice to either fly or go through water, I'd go through a boat. Like, just me. I don't like anything about flights. I don't like nothing, man. I hate them. I've always let, let hated me, them. Let me read you the numbers as I go down the list. <laughs> that way you have an understanding of how dangerous one is compared to another. Logging. 127.9 deaths per every 100,000. Wow. Now the 127 drops to 117 for fishing, then drops to 53 for aircraft pilots, 40 for roofer, 37 for steel worker, 27 for refuse collector. What like, is uh, that? Like waste management, trash. They, get, they, they, they fall in those uh, things that pushes Compacts the trash and white oh, stuff. Okay, yeah. Then there's heavy machinery, big big trucks. Yep. yep. Um, 23 deaths per 100,000 for power line worker. Okay, I can see that. Then trucker, 22 deaths per 100,000. Then farm ranger, 21. And construction laborer, 17 deaths wow. per 100,000. we do is really really dangerous very dangerous what we do that's why when i was getting my health insurance they're like what do you do avoided fedex i was like oh just home health care you know <laughs> behavior specialist <laughs> right i was not about to tell them dude they would have fucking jacked my monthly premium like crazy if i would have said truck well, my uh, life insurance is a half a million, and it's uh, $125 every three or four months, I forget. If I have life insurance, you think, can I fake my death? Like, if I just... Oh, dude, it's easy to fake your death. Like, just go to Africa, right? Yeah. Say, my son died. Ain't that what happened to Carol Baskin's husband anyway? Oh, wow. <laughs> Yo, I forgot about that. And she got the life insurance, right? Yeah, she did. It took five years to get that money, but she got it. How much was it? I don't I don't know. I don't know if anybody knows. Uh, I'm not sure. So, I could fake... Man, you're putting ideas in my Dude, head. There's YouTube videos on how to fake your death, but you're already part way there because you've already gotten rid of all your social media. That was one of them. <laughs> Yo, that is awesome. You, you won't believe how many people come up missing going hiking. Dude. And that's the number one But trip. what if I sign up for a life insurance, right? Mm -hmm. Go to Africa. Yeah. Never ever come back to the U.S. Have my family say, okay, we just, he's got abducted. He's, last we heard, here's a picture of him dead. And I just do a fake knife, slip my throat, like <laughs> shit, blood everywhere, her brains. <laughs> I get a well, if there's a body found, then they're going to investigate it. But if you're missing, like hikers go missing yeah. legitimately, yeah, there's no, there's, they never find a body. Okay, so that's so there's no investigation. So that's the trick. That's Go to Africa. Family here says he's missing. What you have to do though 
is dyed digitally, which you've already done. Yeah. So. Oh my God, Rocky, I'm gonna be at. <laughs> <laughs> if I quit, you know what he's up to. You'll be selling watermelons in fucking Somalia. <laughs> yep. Undercover, I'll have a big ass beard and maybe change my hair color or just go bald. Yo, that is just genius. Do people do that? What? Take it? Yeah. You never know because they have to, in all intents and purposes, die. You know, for the sake of being identified. Wow. So when you see someone that's homeless, that could be someone who died 20 years ago. You don't need an idea to walk around. And you're going to be living three more of those lifetimes? And you think a hundred grand will get you somewhere? No, oh, you're right, you're right. Man, yeah, you're right. That's just sad as shit, though. I'm sure people have done it. I'm sure. Oh, I know. The Carol Baskin is the great example. Fucking great <laughs> example. That bitch murdered him. Got him to the tigers. Oh, you want to learn more about that story? Um, there's more of that story that Netflix never told. What? A lot more of that story that Netflix never told. What? About oh, I, I didn't know that one of the directors that made that documentary was the son of. Was he the son of um, Joe? Exotic Joe, or the brother, the dude with the hat. Oh, I don't know about that. What I do know is, is I found this one YouTube channel where these four world-leading experts in behavior, uh-huh. um, they see what you're doing during any particular interview, and they will pick you apart. One of, one of these guys works for the military for uh, interrogations. And so these guys will tell you what you're thinking, what someone's thinking, why they're doing what they're doing as they're talking. And they also had footage that was not inside that Netflix documentary about Joe Exotic. Wow. One of the things that wasn't in there was Carol Baskin's own father, were, she and he were still communicating. In the, in the docuseries, it seemed like she abandoned her family and was just kind of like on the side of the street, found a new husband, moved in with him, and then he, you know, she got, you know, all this shit happened, right? So what happened was, is her actual father had a plane service where those planes would routinely go over the ocean. And so if you need to get rid of a body, come missing forever 
take Daddy's plane out and drop the body. No records. And so that's what these guys were saying, is that's likely as what happened. Dude, she looks like a killer. <laughs> like, the way she looks, the screen is criminal. Like, she reminds me of that one crazy lady with that one crazy story who killed somebody. Oh, no, 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 no. She was the one, the dude, he was on America's Most Wanted, the pipe bomb. You oh, remember, yeah. You remember that lady? She reminds me of her. Yes, I knew exactly what you were talking about. Because it was a three-part series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part. And the one dude was dying of cancer. Yep. Um, and then the one dude was just a normal piece of delivery guy, but... Low IQ kind low, of guy. Yeah, like he was a little disabled. Yep, very susceptible. Um, and yeah, man, and now she's in jail, but she, like, till this day says, No, I didn't do it, but you're just like, Oh, yeah, man, she bitch. fucking did it. This bitch knows what she did. I'll send you one of those, one of those guys' videos. Because the, the way they pick apart somebody, it's just, you're like, oh my god, wow, that's amazing. Like, if you look up and to the left, that's something. You look up and to the right, that's something. You move your hand like this, that's something. So you, you, you quiver like, your lip because you can't do it on purpose, yeah. but you do it unintentionally during a lie. They're like, oh, look, look at the lip, look at the lip. I mean, that will pick you apart. Holy shit. They're smart motherfuckers. And they took it for all kinds of people. Oh man, he's on my ass. Come on, Taco John. Let a motherfucker through. They pick right. apart Donald Trump, Barack Obama, Prince Andrew, all kinds of oh, people. Oh, Prince Andrew. Yes. I'll send you uh, their channel, and you browse these motherfuckers. Damn it, they're good. That's going to be the recording for today. What is today? May 22nd, 11.24 a.m. Yeah, a.m. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah, we're making time. Oh, man. This is Rocket Chevalier. Abdullah Gurek. Don't call me Abdul. You can't talk place with that. What else is else? Yeah. Abdul. Abdul. How do you say your name? A little fancy like. Abdullahi. Abdullahi. Peace out, guys. Peace out, guys. <laughs>